Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 900. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at take10fortorah.org. What I wanted to talk about today is today, Tuesday, before Parshas B'Shalach, which is known famously from tradition of Rav Nachum Mendel of Rimenov, living uh, who lived from 1745 to 1815, to be Hasidic Rebbe. So he was known for saying that if one reads on today, this uh, Tuesday before Parshas B'Shalach, Parshas Haman, the section of the Torah in chapter 16 of Shemos from this week's parasha, Parshas B'Shalach, about the, uh, the the manna that came from Shemayim, from the heavens that fed the Jewish people throughout their stay in the, uh, in the course of the desert. So that would be a great segula for Parnassah. What that means, it's a segula is a hard word to translate. I've seen it translated as spiritual remedy, an auspicious tradition, but uh, it's a tradition towards Parnassah, towards getting money, making money, being supported by God, etc. So that's what I'd like to talk about today. I'll probably get a bunch of emails from different organizations about why one should do that today, and I thought it would be an appropriate topic. So what is Parsha Saman? So if you read through the entire story in the 16th chapter of Shamos, from Pasuk Aleph, Pasuk 1, through Pasuk 36, it tells the whole story. The Jews complain. God says to Moshe, I'm going to make it rain bread. Okay, it is raining bread. This is amazing. And it goes on to describe how God deals with their complaints. The nature of the man, the rules were pretty simple. Every, day, every single day it would, it would pass, it would fall down, and the one day that it wouldn't would be on Shabbos. And so a double portion fell on Friday, and there's a lot that comes from the fact that the double portion fell on Friday. We didn't have to go collect it on Shabbos. A person wouldn't leave his tent, and he would be taken care of for Shabbos. Okay, a lot of stuff going on over there. And if you read through the entire thing, you get this sense that uh, the Jews, I mean, they're not quite happy, but uh, this is the life that they lead. Okay, so what is the history of the involvement of this in our tefillos or in our discussion? So while Rav Menachem Mendel Rimenov made a very big deal of saying this on one day a year, as a matter of fact, that's not the way it works. Say the Rav Amram Gon says, as part of his Siddur, where oh, close to a thousand years ago, he was telling everybody exactly what the Siddur should look like, so he says, Parshas Haman should be said every day. Right, so of course it's become, I guess, because it fell into, I don't know, people weren't doing it so much, or maybe they were doing it more intently on this day, this Tuesday before Parshas B'Shalach, but it used to be that everybody would say it every day, and as a matter of fact, it's brought in the Shulchan Aruch. Tov lomar Parshas HaKedu Parshas Haman, one of the very first ideas that's brought in the Shulchan Aruch of things that we should be saying every day are, uh, first, you know, of course he says the Karbanos, the Karban Ola, and the Karban Mincha, and the Karban Shlomim, and that's because we don't have the Karbanos, so instead we speak of them. But there are two particular paragraphs in the Torah, I should say three par- paragraphs in the Torah, that are worth, literally worth mentioning every single day. One is the story of the Akedah, of course, Avraham's self-sacrifice. One is the story of the Mun, and one of the, is the story of Aserus Adibros. So the Mun figures very prominently, and it's supposed to figure in the Siddur itself. If you take a look at many Siddurim, you'll have it in the beginning of the Siddur, some you'll have it at the end of the Siddur. Hopefully we'll be able to talk about why that is that either is placed at the beginning or at the end. But let's talk about this idea of the Segula, the spiritual remedy of if I say the Parsha of the Mun, it brings me, you know, good fortune and wealth, or at least uh, it, it will uh, not let me lose the money that I have. So the Tashbitz Katan, who lived in the 13th, 14th century, he was um, a student of the Maharam of Rothenburg. So he quotes a Yerushalmi, who says, Kol haomer A person who says it every single day will be guaranteed that they will not 
have their mizonos, their sustenance lessened. Now, so he's not saying it's a get-rich-quick. He's saying it's a it's a way to make sure you don't get poor quick. Okay, so that, there's a difference there. But that's what he quotes from the Yerushalmi. Uh, hopefully we'll see later, but the Yerach HaShulchan says he couldn't find this Yerushalmi. But that's what he says about it. But he says one more interesting thing. The Ani Arev, and I am the guarantor. Meaning he, the Tashpets, Shimshon ben Tzadok. Okay, he, he was the student of the Maharam of Rothenberg. Um, there's another Tashpets also. But he says, Vani Arev, a good holy Jew. And he says he's going to guarantee it for you, and you'll be okay if you say this every day. Okay, the Bir Hagra brings a Mechilta. He says, the Mechilta t- tells us as follows, because, you know, it's important if we're going to read a paragraph, it's not magic, right? It's not a magical idea that we just read a couple of words that have to do with Parnassah, and therefore we do well when it comes to Parnassah. So I'd like to try to figure out what this is all about. The Mechilta tells the following story. It says, Yermia, the prophet, asked the Jewish people, so guys, why aren't you learning Torah? I mean, we love to learn Torah, but, you know, we got to make a living. So so he took out the famous jar of man that was stored for generations in the Aron, and he responded, he says, see what your forefathers did. They were Oskin Matorah, and Ra'ul B'menesparansu. See how they were supported. So too, Afatem If you study Torah, you will have the same merit. Meaning, if you do the right thing, God can take care of you. That was his message. And that, perhaps, is the message of the Mun. Every single day we're supposed to read the Mun in order to remind ourselves that the most important thing that we do is to do right. And to secondarily worry about those other things. Uh, easier said than done, but specifically that is why we're supposed to say this every day in order to reinforce its value in our minds. The Gemara Yuma tells another story. The Gemara Yuma says, Shol Talmidav es Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai was sitting with his students, and they asked him the question. They said, ma lo yarad lahem li Yisrael mon pam achas b'shana. Why didn't the man actually come once a year, right? What was the, it was a little bit tedious, right? Every single day it's coming down. I'll give you a mashal, right? So he's going to explain why it wasn't delivered in bulk. Why was it delivered? You know, all the shipping, it seems overwhelming. It's like compared to a king that had a son, one son. And so he made a deal. Uh, to give him the Zonos food once a year. And guess what happened? He would only come to see his father one time a year, right? So uh, that's pretty much the extent of their relationship, just pretty much pick up the credit card. Then he went and he made it a daily thing, and so then the kid had to show up every day. So too, a person who had four or five children, would be nervous and worried and concerned. Maybe there won't be any month tomorrow, and maybe all my kids are going to die. Maybe I will run out of food. There is no way to manufacture, to produce, to create, to, 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 to farm. I can't do anything for myself. So it came out, the result was that everybody would be focused entirely on God. And that's the message, right? The message in this Gemara is that I think of the man as really my sustenance could end tomorrow. And that's the lesson of what um, what uh, what the man is trying to teach us by repeating it every day. It's interesting in that Gemara, there are a couple other answers. And uh, one answer is uh, the reason it happened every day. So it would be cham, it would be hot, it would be fresh. And another answer is masli haderach. It would be very difficult to carry all that stuff around. Okay, so according to those answers, what's the lesson? We'll talk about that at a different time. The Magan Avram says that when we talk about reading the Parashat Haman, 
We're not talking about just like reading the words, right? That's a little bit superficial. He says, You need to understand it. And there's a lot to say, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the specific words of Parshas Haman. It's not just like a golden ticket, you know, you read the paragraph and poof. But of course, the lessons of the words can only be understood if you understand the words. Okay, the Lavush says another idea. He says, um, one of the amazing things about the Mun wasn't just, I mean, if this wasn't amazing enough, it's not just the fact that food rained down from heaven, right? That's not even it. But the most amazing fact, he says, is the Hashkacha Pratis, the very specific involvement in, of God in each person or each family's specific lives and situations. He says, Shekein Hayabiman Shehishkiach Hashem Yisbarach. God oversaw specifically each family would get what it needed. So it wasn't just like God was taking care of the Jewish people. But every family felt enveloped with Oh, you had a new kid? Mazel tov. That's a new deduction. That's a new pile of mun, or an additional pile of mun for you. There was a very specific involvement and relationship with this, this experience. Rabbi Nebachia points to one very interesting pasuk. He says, in pasuk tezayin This is the th- thing that God said, everybody is going to pick and take, Omer la a particular measure, based on the amount of people you have, take for who is in your household. Rabbi points out that in that pasuk, which pretty much lays out the idea of the man and how it would work, Every single letter of the alphabet is in that Pasuk. And when we see every single letter of the alphabet, it refers to an, an all-encompassing, super-relevant, applies to every situation, every detail. There's nothing more important than Parnassah. We talk about that line in terms of Parnassah as well. Everything needs sustenance, every one at every time. And that's the message of all of the letters. And whether or not we say it every day of the week, or we say it today, or we say it as often as we can, it's a lesson that we're supposed to remember.